Awesome. Yeah, so that's your camera. What's up, baby? That's my camera. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to the Think Outside the Blue Box podcast, uh, where we feature uh, creative journeys and um, just local artists that are in the area. And today we, I have with me John Jacobs. Hello, in the Tampa area. It's a pleasure to be here. Hooray! The crowd goes wild. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah, they can't see. We're in a big warehouse studio. <laughs> Thank you. They can see the kitchen behind you. So. Okay. <laughs> well, that's you know that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not this part. They can't see that part. Well, welcome, man. Thank, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, man. My, my introduction to you was actually your, your stand-up comedy that you did on YouTube. It was the, the, when you were at Curtis Hickson, and it was very, very cringy comedy. Tell us okay. about that. <laughs> um, I did a full outdoor special. I, I've done a bunch of like specials that are in places that you wouldn't normally see comedy. The first one I did was on a train at the airport. Nice. And I called it Plane Train. And because it, it was a five minute ride back and forth from the terminals to the rental cars. So I was just doing a five minute clean set over and over and over again. And that was exciting. And then I put that on TikTok and it got, you know, a lot of traction. So I was like, okay, people seem to like this. So I started doing more outdoor, you know, stand up stuff. And it's it's worked out and people have really liked it. Yeah, that's awesome. Do, do you do actual stand up? Yeah, I've been doing actual stand-up for 14 years this month, <laughs> nice. so it's nuts. How old are you, man? 32. Get out Started of here. when I was 18. Yeah, nice. senior in high school. Started doing. You've been stand-up. doing stand-up since then. Yep, all through college, and then you know never stopped. Where where have you played? Where have I played? All over, all over the country. I've performed in London. Um, yeah, where have I played? I don't know. Most <laughs> Just states, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. How, how did you get started in comedy, man? Um, I was just always the funny kid in school and people kind of pushed me into it. And I, you know, I wasn't really good at anything else. So I was <laughs> like, okay, it seems, you know, I, I can, I can do something people like. Let's do this. So I, yeah. I, yeah, I really leaned into the comedy and just never went back. What, what is it about comedy that, that kind of sparked that in you? Um, maybe just making people laugh and seeing people happy makes me feel like, you know, I have some value or I'm doing something good in life. You know, because, yeah, it feels really good to, you know, see a group of people laughing at something you did because you made that moment. You know, I go, nice. I yeah, created I did this. That. Makes me feel good. Have you bombed? Oh, a million times. <laughs> yeah, I've bombed so many times. But, at the you know, at this point, after so many years, it's less frequent. You know, it's like when you start, it could be like every other time. But now at this point, I'd say like, you know, 19 out of 20 times is going to be good. Hey, that's... And then, yeah, if one out of 20 is bad, I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so tell, tell us about your journey, man. What, what, do you, what, do you, what kind of stuff are you into? How did you get started? My journey. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I have Tourette syndrome. I grew up with that. So I always felt like an outsider a little bit. I didn't really relate to most people. But, uh, yeah, when I was a little kid, I, I, the first stand-up I remember seeing was Dana Carvey on HBO. And he had this great special where he incorporated music and stuff. And it just looked like he was having so much fun and being so silly, even though he was like an, an adult. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, you can grow up and still just be like super still silly. Be a kid, yeah. yeah. So I immediately fell in love with that. And then guys like Pablo Francisco and just even Tom Green, just like this abstract Tom kind Green of is stuff. Hilarious. Oh, I'm such a fan. Just he <laughs> basically invented the internet, you know, like the stuff Pretty he much, did was yeah. so ahead of his time and he was the first viral <laughs> yeah he was just the stuff on the street the weird things he was doing and uh yeah so just i've always been a fan of comedy and just being silly and you know i hated school like i didn't like doing work in class 
So it was like, well, I'm not going to work. I might as well, you know, talk to people and see what I can do. (laughs) Make them laugh. Yeah, 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 just have fun. (laughs) So I've always just been about like, yeah, just, I don't know, having fun and doing whatever you want. That's awesome, man. And how did you end up in Tampa? Have you always been from Tampa? I went to the University of Tampa from Washington, D.C. Nice. You're originally from Washington, D.C.? Yeah, I grew up in Chevy Chase, Maryland, which is right on the border of the city, which is funny because Chevy Chase, Maryland, my name's John Jacobs. So it already just sounds unbelievable. (laughs) Chevy Chase and John Jacobs. Yeah, people go, no, no, you're not. I'm full of shit. And I was a boxing trainer, too, at one point. So that's another, like, all these things sound unbelievable. I say it was tell, a box. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, when I was in college, uh, I started working at a boxing gym by my school. And yeah, just uh, sometimes I talk about it on stage because it's like I used to be a boxing trainer and everybody's like, no, you weren't, you skinny bitch. Like, <laughs> it's like, I swear, I don't know why everybody's so mean. Nobody believes it. But Did yeah. you actually box? Uh, I mean, just I sparred train. sometimes, but yeah. yeah, mostly just training. Just train. Yeah, I, I'd be the guy to hold the mitts, you know, he'd hit my hands, <laughs> do these combos. And it was mostly just, you know, beautiful women. Cause it was in South Tampa yeah. and they'd mess up and hit me in the face or whatever. Nice. Oopsies, whoops, oops. So most of my day was just getting hit by beautiful, by beautiful ladies. Women. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, what, what part of your journey was that? Was that pretty early on? Uh, what the boxing thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was when I was in college. So pretty early on. So you just did that because you know, it was, it was yeah, it was a way to make money. Do, yeah. Something to do. Plus, I, you know, I, I didn't like working in an office. I worked in an office for one summer. I had an internship, and I just hated that so much. It was in D.C. You know, I'd have to, like, take a metro downtown. Yeah. Or, and it was just so depressing and sad. I remember there was one day coming back on the metro, and I'm standing on the train, and every single person on the train had their eyes closed. And I was like, this is so weird and sad. Yeah, yeah. So it's I was like, surreal. I never want to be stuck in this. Screw that. <laughs> so, yeah, just seeing, you know, powerful images like that i was like this is no way to live so i've you know since that moment i've been trying as hard as i can not to have a desk job or something like the that. the typical yeah yeah it just doesn't seem like that's what life should be about i don't know it doesn't seem right yeah got so much energy in us yeah be doing fun stuff i don't know i i always say just find something you love to do that you're willing to do it for free mm-hmm. and then perfect the craft so much that people are just willing to pay you for it oh sure i mean i drove here for free i don't, I don't live near here but you know you seem to have nice cameras and i was like okay it looks pretty yeah, professional yeah. i guess yeah, it's, it's got lights up you know That's something to do right yeah if it was if it was a bad quality production i probably wouldn't have done it but i you know you, you sent me a video and i was like yeah this looks nice awesome, i could man. come check this out yeah, you got yeah. you got a brand, you know. You you went yeah. through the trouble of making a box logo, <laughs> so you, you know you put a lot of effort into this. So you know I appreciate if you're passionate about something. I go okay, I'll I'll go towards that. Yeah, man. I I actually uh, during the pandemic, and I, I talk about this in a, a previous podcast. But during the pandemic, I actually quit my job. I'm one of the few people that actually quit. Okay, to do this full time because I I always had that itch, man. I always yeah. had the creative itch, and you know I I had to create and and i've always been into film you know i've always been into video creation video and film and you know it, it was always in the back of my mind i i did work the desk i did work the office job for quite a while you know and, and i went to college and i did all the things that i was supposed to do and i just wasn't happy you know i yeah. always had i always had that that creative itch in me and and when the pandemic hit everybody started working from home and that was that was it man that was that was what i needed that was the push yeah so what, what was the push for you I lost my mom when I was young 
Yeah, when I was 16, I lost my mom. And then from that moment on, I was like, it's going to be comedy forever. Nice. Yeah. Was that like a coping mechanism, would you say? Pro- probably. I yeah. don't know. It's It just, for me, it seemed something like, it's like, oh, you know, anybody could go at any moment. It's, I never know when I'm going to go. So it's like, I might as well be spending every every moment I have pushing towards what I really believe in. Because, you know, if I die tomorrow, you know, I don't want to be somewhere else going, darn it, I wasted I my time. Yeah. Yeah. So since that moment, I was like, it, it has to be comedy and there's there's no other option. How old were you? 16. 16. Yeah. Wow. yeah that must have been tough. Yeah, it was tough. So, you know, here we are. What, what was your big break? What was your first big show that um, you did? I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> but the first big show I did. I mean, you've been doing this professionally yeah. for, for a while. so I mean, just even my just my first weekend at the improv, my first full weekend of like hosting shows at the improv, because I guess I was like 22 or 23 maybe. And uh, it was Pablo Francisco, who was like my idol. Nice. So like for to get my first full weekend with my hero was like crazy. Wow. And, he, and we immediately bonded, you know, and I've worked with him many times since. And we talked to each other on the phone and stuff. And yeah, so it, like to, to be able to to meet my hero and, you know, have him and work with him. Yeah. yeah and, like, and have him like really like my act and be like, yeah, you're great. Like you're awesome. So yeah, that was a huge moment for me to get, yeah, you know, confirmation from my hero. And, and, and it's been like that since then, you know, I've, I've been working at the improv in Tampa for over 10, 11 years now. And I've gotten to work with, you know, most of my heroes and a lot of big names like Anthony Jeselnik, oh, yeah, Doug Stanhope, sure. like two weeks ago again. And, just yeah, Margaret Cho, Natasha Leggero. Who else? There's been so many. Work with Ron the White. Improv, yeah, the improv's pretty big, man. It, yeah, they get a lot, lot of like celebrity comments. Got to do Kevin Nealon this year, Nick Swardson, yeah, Chris D'Elia, you know, beforehand. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like it's just now it's been like a never-ending stream of like big big name celebrity comics who who are also like you're great, you're a star, you're gonna make it. So like you know that feels really good. Yeah, I mean that's confirmation there that yeah, you're I'm not like, you're not yeah, wasting your time. Exactly. If yeah, if it was the other way around, that'd be way worse. But it's like I've gotten so much positive feedback. It's like okay, I know for sure like it's gonna is, happen. This is my path. Yeah, it's like I don't know when or how because I've got I've gotten to do two TV shows, which was big for me. I did one called Are You the One? Which yeah, I saw that on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, put it on Netflix. Uh, it was a dating reality show, but nice. it was like, you know, it was 12 episodes and, you know, I was the comic relief throughout the whole show. That's awesome. So, you know, people recognize me and I still get recognized for that in the streets, you know, grocery store. But, hey, you're, the like, guy. you're the guy on Netflix. Yeah. And it's cool because now, too, I get recognized from TikTok just yeah. for my stand-up clips. Nice. Like one of my stand-up clips has 9 million views. And for, for a long time, it was like in the top three or four stand-up videos on tiktok and i was like wow you know this is one of the most popular stand-up videos in the world yeah so that was you know that's been exciting so yeah people go i saw you tiktok today or whatever so that always feels good yeah so yeah lots of recognition around town just you know on a weekly basis so yeah it's all positive feedback so you know that just just pushes me to drive more you know i gotta gotta make it every day i'm calling i'm so close yeah so and i run this organization called tampa news force the logo's all faded it's a big one on the back. tampa news force Tampa news force. <laughs> but uh yeah we do satire comedy news we like show up to crime scenes or like the onion yeah but like we're actually doing video segments in the street that's like awesome. meeting people and they talk to us like i've gotten to meet 
you know, a lot of political figures and celebrities. I got to interview Jon Stewart one time no on camera, way. which was huge. And, you know, like our mayors and stuff, Jane Castor and Congresswoman Kathy Castor. And the police, the police know who we are. They love us. We have a like a cop friend of ours of who we interview. So it's, yeah, you know, just trying to push in every direction at all times. You, you have to diversify. Yeah, I have, have a to. comedy music album out with 12 music videos on my YouTube right now. So like music and stand up and, you know, this in the street stuff. I have dance videos up. The like creativity just, is off the charts. <laughs> I never stop. I love it. I have to make stuff at all times or else I feel like I'm not doing anything. That's good. Yeah. Did, the, did the pandemic affect the improv at all? Uh, yeah. Shut down for a little like, bit. Uh, pretty much all stand up stopped for like three months. Yeah. That's as long as it lasted. Three full months and then stuff came back. Yeah. But yeah, for three months there was no stand up. And that's the longest I have. I haven't done stand up in 14 years. Wow. So that was, you know, that did, that, did that kind of force you to uh, diversify a little bit and kind of reach out to other other mediums? Well, luckily, I've I film so much like sketch comedy with my friends that during the pandemic, I had like, you know, 15 sketches still <laughs> already filmed that I needed to cut. Get so it's like I never stopped perfect. putting out content through the whole thing. And people are like, how is are you still putting stuff yeah. out? And like everything shut down. It's like, well, I never stopped filming never <laughs> a million things already. So yeah, I think my YouTube now is, a, I think I'm almost at 700 videos on YouTube. Wow. So it's a lot of videos. That's, is it all amazing? Is it all like, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the world might not agree, but yeah, it's crazy. Out of like 700 videos I've made, I don't know, five have done really well, which is like, that's okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just brutal, <laughs> but it's like, that's the game, I guess. You, game. you never you're, know. You're playing the long game. Yeah, you never know what the the internet's gonna love. Yeah. You know, I because I put out so much stuff where I watch and I go, this is amazing, and then the internet just doesn't care. Yeah, it's get like three views. Yeah, but then some certain stuff, it's like I don't know. I guess every factor worked out. It's like the lighting is good, the sound is good, the coloring on the video is good. So it's like there's lucky moments where every factor lines up yeah, and, and then it's like TV quality or whatever. And you know, I'm a videographer, so I'm, I'm a stickler for quality, but mm -hmm. the thing that I like about TikTok of all places is that it rewards authenticity. Yeah. I've noticed that like if the more produced it is, the, the less views you it's get. True. <laughs> Cause they, they kind of just swipe away thinking it's an ad or something. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I love the raw, just pick up your phone and oh, just record yeah. something. So, yeah. Some of those biggest videos are just people talking on their phone, doing an impression or doing something silly and then yet yeah, 10 million views. It gets, yeah. It's crazy. And it's all about that first couple seconds. Yeah. You just got to catch our attention. Yeah. And you got to hook them immediately. That which hook. is tough. Yeah. You got to figure out what can draw people in just like that. Do you ever go through like spurts of like, you know, where, where you just can't think of anything like a writer's block or you just a ball of energy? Well, yeah, there, there's a lot of times where I, I feel like I can't think of stand up jokes, but when that stuff's going on, then yeah, I'll try to shift my attention to like sketch ideas. So if I can't think of jokes, I can still think of something Little else. Sketches. Yeah. So, or even, yeah, just any sort of creative outlet, even if I'm like drawing or painting, like I need to do something and then that'll, you know, motivate something else. I, I work out a lot every day too. I just came from playing basketball. Nice. Right now, I either bike, I play basketball, I go to a gym and hit a punching bag, or I mess with a kettlebell. But I got to do something every day. I got this crazy energy. <laughs> I don't know. I think part of it could have been the Tourette's. I was real strong as a kid, which you know could kind of confirm that theory of when you when you lack some other 
capabilities, your physical gets stronger. Yeah. So when I, was, compensates. when I was a senior in high school, I looked just like this and I could, I could max out bench press 300 pounds one Get time. Out of here. Exactly. And people would like, people would bring their friends up and go, this guy didn't bench press 300 out. pounds. And they go, no, you can't. They go, I saw him do it. <laughs> and so like, yeah, it's, it's pretty wacky. Wow. Yeah. Dude, you're just, you're just a ball of energy, man. I, I know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like Ron Paul in the debates back in the day. You ever you remember Ron Paul running for president? Every question they asked him, he tried to save the whole world. Yeah. And every, they're like, what do you think about, you know, Iraq shooting at our planes that flew over? And he's like, why are we flying planes in Iraq? I was like, we should be too. Like, so it's like every moment I feel like I got to completely pour it all out it's like what is the government doing uh, yeah i think a lot about political stuff too because george carlin he was like oh, one of my biggest heroes well that's my favorite which was such a yeah he was like i think that was the first celebrity death where like i really like felt it and cried and stuff every you know other celebrities not so much yeah. when you're a kid but yeah he died in like 07 or 08 yeah that, that was, was a big brutal. loss man that yeah was a big loss i've been watching him since god since i can remember i remember the the what is it the Ten things or the seven words you can't yeah, say on TV. Yeah, seven words you can't say on TV. You want to say them now? <laughs> <I think it laughs> shit, piss, cock, cunt, motherfucker, tits. I don't know if that was seven, but I think that's most. <laughs> shit, piss. Yeah, he's like cunt, says it cock, all. Suck, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he, he works them into different scenarios. But yeah, his political stuff brilliant. was crazy. Yeah, all his religious stuff and government stuff. I can't believe it. God, all-powerful, omnipotent, just can't handle money. Just can't handle money. <laughs> Always needs a little bit more. <laughs> Talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yeah, that, that was a big loss, man. And speaking of the, you know, the industry, the, the comedy industry, what do, what do you think about what's going, on, what's going on with comedy? They're kind of, you know, everybody's so sensitive now and political correctness. So what, what do you think about all that? Well, I also believe that all of media has kind of realized that the best way to get attention is just manufactured rage. Like all this stuff is not like anytime the TV or the internet goes, there's outrage over this and that, and people are going crazy for this. It's like six people who are mad. Like anytime they put quotes or, or put like Twitter quotes on the news i'm like you really quoted a guy's twitter? twitter who gives a shit what this person thinks so it's like yeah some people are pissed about stuff but they that's just the way they market stuff now because then you go oh well i gotta look for myself yeah. to know because that's just the best way to sell shit people don't care about hearing oh it's good go watch it that just doesn't get as much attention as saying it's pissing people off so yeah, because it's, it it's not just comedy; it's everything. Politics is that way too. Movies is that way. This movie's canceled because somebody you know is fat and gay, and they called him fat and gay, and they don't like that. So it's like yeah, it offended know. like three people, and like yeah, it got canceled. Yeah, Shang Chi is canceled. Why? I don't know. Go watch. Go see for yourself. So I, I think that actually has the opposite effect because of the outrage and all the like i think it, it draws attention to it like, yeah kind of like uh dave Chappelle, like his yeah. his comedy special it got so much attention and he, and he did not back down no like he was like this is comedy <laughs> if you didn't like it don't watch it yeah and i think it had the opposite effect man i think the lgbt community kind of went after him a little bit but it kind of backfired because now his his special is all over the place like he's all over the news and, and yeah exactly no, no news is bad news <laughs> yeah exactly like 
yeah, people who actually get canceled or whatever, it's usually obvious and they do actual bad things like, you know, these sexual assault things. It's like, yeah, that's bad. Like real actions are bad, but like literal jokes on a stage. Yeah, like if you're taking advantage of a woman, like yeah. that, that I understand, you know, if, if you inappropriately touch someone or you do something like that, yeah. that's, that's against the law. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Absolutely. Get canceled. Yeah. But by telling jokes, yeah, those are real right? bad that, yeah, but they're trying to lump it together. Yeah. He's just saying they're no different. It's like, yeah, it's, it it just doesn't make sense because it's like if it was bad i you know i think the world kind of is deciding to, by still loving him it's like if it sucked people just would say it sucks and not watch it and it's say not, it's bad you're not his audience yeah that's the you, way i look at it sure yeah if there's a lot of people yeah i mean you know everywhere he goes now he's getting standing ovations before he even talks but you're so brave for if, if you've seen the stuff that he's put out before yeah it's the same like he's never changed he's always had that same stance and it's like what why now you know yeah and it, it's just yeah the last special it's it's i don't even think it was as much controversial it was just a little bit lazy like as a comic i just go oh you know he's just complaining yeah a little bit i was talking to another comic about it and he goes all it boils down to is he's going black people have it harder than trans people and that's what he's complaining about he's complaining that trans yeah. people are comparing their struggle to the same struggle as black people and he's annoyed at it, so he talked about it, and now that's now that's the problem. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Ruffled you're allowed to have an opinion. Is. Yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah, it's it's two different struggles. You can't really compare them, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's two different things. Yeah, I mean, just because he can't relate to your struggle doesn't mean. I mean, maybe they can't relate to his struggles either. Yeah. You know, maybe it's it's you know Caucasian LGBT community going after a black guy, you know. And I, I've always said the whole Black Lives Matter thing, when that came along, I, I had a little bit of an eye-opening, too, because, you know, I know that I have white privilege. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I admit that. And it's it's something that, uh, you know, a lot of African-American people are not, they're, they're not born into it. So they have a different experience than me mm -hmm. because of the color of my skin. So we were born into this system, and I can't relate. You know, I, I don't know what they go through. Yeah. But you have to be empathetic enough to, you know, yeah. realize that their struggle is real too. Oh yeah. Like, just oh, yeah, because totally just because my struggle is a little bit easier, you know, it's still a struggle, you know, it's and it's I don't know. Oh yeah, a lot of my comedy videos I go I'm I'm only getting away with this cuz I'm a white dude. Yeah. I, I did one where I was Loki the other week and I stood on the back of a flatbed truck and drove through Ebor telling jokes as the character Loki from Marvel. Nice. And I, I we drove past cops and they're looking at me and I'm like I'm like, I'm only getting away with this because I'm a, I'm wearing a suit, you know? It's like I'm a well-dressed white guy. If I was just a black kid, they'd be like, what is he doing on the yeah. back of a truck? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's, it's a black kid with a hoodie the and it's like they stereotype. and. Oh, yeah. But if I got white privilege, I might as well use it for performance art. Yeah. Might as well push it towards something that people can enjoy. Right. If it's going to be there, <laughs> I can't just get rid of it. I mean, yeah, it's like I can grow my hair out and look homeless, but I'm always going to have... Yeah. Still gonna be white guy, <laughs> lucky me. <laughs> white guy. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? What What are you uh, striving for? Just kind of keep making content. Yeah, go viral somehow. Be able to make consistent money on TikTok or YouTube or anything. I, I'm in the running to get back on another TV show, which would film next year. And they've you know they've been in contact with me for like five six months at this point. Netflix. And, 
Uh, no, it's a it's a network show. Oh, okay. Which should you know be on one of the main things, but uh, yeah. So it's like fingers crossed. I get that. Can you, know, you talk I'm, about that? Like what what um, kind of show is it? I it, I don't think I can. No, okay. It's a new show. It's, okay. It hasn't been made yet. Is it a reality show or is uh, it? It's, yeah, it's got a little bit like yeah. it's like a, some sort of reality <laughs> competition something, but um, yeah. So that'd be great. I mean, I'm always sending out emails. I'm always. Yeah, just reaching out to everybody possible. Can I get on this thing? Can I get on this network? Can I do it? So it's like I'm trying as hard as I can, just always reaching out to people. But it's like, you know, it's that constant one, hustle, man. Yeah, if I can get one email back, you just know, one. all I need is one. I'm on LinkedIn, you know, messaging executive producers. Look at my special. Look at my TikTok numbers. Because like I have good numbers and. You know, I'm praying every day, please, God, just an opportunity. What am I still doing here? So it's like I'm putting out all my energy every day, just begging for something. And It's you consistency know. too, man. You got to yeah. stay consistent. Oh, if, yeah. If you stop, then people kind of forget about you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I, I perform, you know, almost every night. And, you know, whether it's a paid gig or an open mic, like it's, you know, it's open mics during the week. It's exposure, till, yeah. Yeah, till Thursday or Friday, then the weekend shows start. And, uh, yeah, so it's performing at nighttime, editing, shooting videos during the day, and then playing basketball in between, pretty much. That's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you even have a personal life? Because I, I know I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the tough. I, I realize that. I don't, I don't have any friends who aren't stand-up comedians. All of my friends are comics. I just, over the years, I mean, the, those are the only people I want to be around. Comics exactly. know how to get to the, the part of the conversation that matters. I was just going to say, like, you have to surround yourself with people that, that kind of or like-minded people that are pushing you up, not dragging you down. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I don't have much of a life outside of comedy. And the thing too is like with stand-up, you're out every night at like bars or like fun party venues anyway. So it's like when I'm not doing that and it's like, oh, should we go out to a bar? It's like, I, I've spent the last I 14 years bar. of my life in bars. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good now with like moderation of drinking or any other kind of stuff though. Because there was a time... In my twenties, I, I used to run like four or five open mics every week, and there was there was a period of like I don't know forty fifty days where I just like been drinking every night straight just because I'm in bars and clubs and part of the deal is like free drinks for you. So it's like, well, I got to get my money's worth, I yeah, guess. Right. So I'm just drinking every night, but yeah. So at this point, so many years, I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm pretty healthy and good. You're healthy. But yeah, it took you know it takes time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a constant struggle, man. You have to just keep doing it, just keep doing, it, even if you bomb. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just you know, that's just fire. <laughs> it's that part just of makes, it. You just go look at what didn't work. It's part of it. Yeah. yeah. So there's been plenty. So I I think I'm pretty good now. That's why I bomb less now because I you know you save material that could bomb hard for later in the act. The first few minutes are getting them to like you. You know, do some easy whatever. You know, get them on your side so you can build credit. Yeah. And then I start doing the church jokes or whatever. And then I start doing the crazy shit. Once you hook them, man, you got them. Yeah. And they go, oh, what? And I go, well, remember, you guys <laughs> liked me earlier. You have to still like me now. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. So where where can people find your stuff, man? What's your uh, what's Yeah, your John social? Jacobs on YouTube. My Instagram is Maybach Diamonds. And that's my Twitter, too. I don't know why. Those are just the two you don't nicest know words I could think of at the time. I was like, these are the most luxurious things I could think of. Nice. Maybach diamonds. So if you, yeah, anytime after <laughs> it sounds shows. sounds fancy. I was going to ask yeah. you about that. Oh, uh, yeah. People ask after shows. I'm like a little embarrassed to say it. And they're like, what? May what? Huh? Maybach what? 
Go, yeah, Maybach Diamonds. You're like, what the fuck? And I go, yeah. Yeah, you know. It's, it's my it's name. What it is. Yeah. So Maybach Diamonds, John, ja- John Jacobs CC on TikTok, CC for Chevy Chase. Nice. And uh, yeah, so I'm all over that stuff. Anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I just want to make it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like doing what I do. So that's, you know, a big part of it where it's like, I think, you know, most of every day I'm doing things. I'm doing everything that I just naturally want to do, you know, which I think is a good feeling to wake up and and then I kind of do whatever my first thought is. It's all those micro actions. It's not, yeah. people think it's this one thing that you have to do really well. No, man, just do a couple of little things over consistently over time and you, you you'll build an audience you'll get yeah. people that are like-minded that'll that'll follow you yeah the only thing that scares me is just the, the years of staring at the computer editing stuff like i feel like my eyes have gotten worse and like you know i see veins in my eyes now and it scares me because i'm like am i just going to keep looking at a computer screen until i can't see anymore pretty much and, and like what's going to happen am i going to like I'm I'm all of a sudden going to get famous right as I lose my vision or something like be the blind comedian. Yeah, it's it scares me that I'm like burning out and I don't even have it yet, you know. I mean, yeah. I'm 14 years deep. I feel like I want to retire. Like I'm <laughs> I'm like I feel like a tired Vegas act who's just like lived <laughs> in a club my whole life and uh and I still haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. So it's like I'm going to get in and they're going to be like you just started. <laughs> be like no I didn't. And you're like 60 I'm years dying. old. Now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it'll be worth it. What, what do you think of Louis C.K., man? I know he was... I mean, he's one of the best comics ever. I, I do love it. Louis C.K., man. <laughs> yeah, I saw him live at a theater when I was in college, and he was amazing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting deal because, yeah, you know, Dave Chappelle kind of defends him too as well. But I guess the issue is, like, you know, he asked these people if he could masturbate in front of them, and they said yes. But people are going, well, they only said yes because he's powerful. So he's, you know, they only let him do it because they, they thought they should let him do it. What? So it's a weird dynamic of like, he still asked permission, but they're going, well, it's not okay at all because... You shouldn't have asked for it. You right? shouldn't have even asked because you're a big celebrity, powerful person, and you should know that people are just going to do whatever you say anyway. So you're abusing your power. So it's like, I don't know, maybe I guess people should just say no. If somebody wants to masturbate in front of you, just go no. (laughs) Even if it's a celebrity you really like. And if it's a celebrity you really like, just let him masturbate in front of you. You love him, right? I know, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she'd go, Louie would masturbate in front of me, and then we'd be like, all right, let's go get pizza now. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's an interesting, and it's like, yeah, if you love this person so much, and this is what they need to do to make the thing that makes you love them, it's like, well, you know, this is how the yeah. sausage gets made, I guess. <laughs> I guess. You want you wanted to be close to the action. You just, you know. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird deal. Some I mean, it's, yeah, sometimes the biggest people just have these weird things which I don't know, it's a weird deal cuz you see yeah. these patterns and it's like is that just what it takes? Yeah. <laughs> you want like, to be a superstar, you got to have sick sick things going on in your head. <laughs> I don't know. I know he came out and said something that was pretty interesting is that because now he's, I don't know if you know, but he's performing again. Yeah. Like he's doing stand up again. And yeah. he's, he pretty much says that the, the whole cancel culture is, is interesting because you're only canceled if you let them cancel you. Sure. Like the, if you let Twitter kind of take your Twitter down and, and they just keep harassing you until, you know, submit. Yeah. If you don't submit, 
you're not canceled. Like, yeah, I know. It's, I know some some companies are going to get iffy with you, and they're going to pull out, kind of like what they did with uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. They kind of pulled a lot of the a lot of his deals and stuff like that. But if you don't back down, man, you're going to get more. Like, yeah, I, I think that's braver. <laughs> yeah, Louie was doing some school shooting jokes and like something that came out. He's always been super controversial. Oh, yeah, and like you know, people are groaning at him, and he goes, he goes, "What are you going to do? You know, they can't, what are you going to do? Take my birthday away from me?" <laughs> He's yeah. like, I don't have anything. You can't take anything can't, else away. Yeah, you can't take anything from me now. So yeah, it's a weird deal. I mean, because I have I have like an hour of political stuff, and I can barely ever do it because it has to kind of be all together for it to work or be powerful. To make sense. And, yeah, yeah, so it's like I tr- I've tried it a few times to do it all the way through, but it gets mixed reactions. But, uh, you know, other people will come up and be like, that's amazing. We love that you did that, you know, very potent stuff. But it's just hard to do because it's a tough subject to, I don't Especially know. Especially now. Make, yeah, to keep it funny enough yeah. versus just For everybody because now, now it's everybody's all left or right. So it's like you're either sure. going to make some people laugh and some people upset or the opposite. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't talk about either side. I just think the whole thing itself is awful, it's you know? Crazy. So it's like I'm not, I'm not system, saying either yeah. side is right or wrong. I'm just saying the whole system is I'm making is fun of up. it. Oh, it's yeah, matters. I'm making jokes about it. Yeah, the whole system's terrible. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, I don't know. So. Hey, dude, maybe weird. maybe you can do your set here. Yeah, I'll do a special. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, can't walk out the if blue it's blue box on comedy special. Yeah, the blue box comedy special right here. <laughs> we'll project me into you know Madison Square Garden or yeah, something. Yeah, there you go. I got a green screen I can put up. Here. Yeah, they don't know. I go, wow, cool. <laughs> yes, place it was. He played at the show. Madison. You know, yeah, <laughs> we'll just mix it with crowds going crazy. He's killing it. All right. Yeah. See, political comedy can be funny. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Carlin did it. Yeah. So it's like I just see that. Yeah, it's like I see that as the example. It's like he's proven it can work. And there's other comics who can do political stuff and still make it work. But yeah, I guess it's just, I don't know. It's keeping them engaged enough and keeping them interested and not not making it feel like a TED talk or you're preaching or whatever. You got to slowly kind of ease into it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the TED talk where it's kind of preachy. Yeah. When people go, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. That's what I noticed too. A lot with comedy clubs. A lot of times people don't go to comedy clubs to like think critically about stuff. No. They want to hear me talk about drinking and smoking weed and fun stuff. They just want to laugh. They want to drink. They want to have a good time. Yeah. I start talking about political stuff. They're like, huh, what? I didn't come here for this. So yeah, it's, it's hard to weave it in. It used to be religion. It used to be religion used to be the off, uh, the off topic. Like you don't want to talk about that on stage, but now it's like, yeah, I talk a good amount about religion because, and I tell the, people too i go i pray i believe in it i you know i don't think i'm hurting god's feelings you know i think he's gonna be okay <laughs> i think he'll be make right. some jokes so yeah it's like trying to show people like it's okay to just talk about whatever you want as long as i think as long as you have good intentions like i'm not trying to hurt anybody i'm not trying to you know make the whole concept look bad as i'm just trying to make jokes i guess yeah, you're not trying to make a big statement you know no know, i'm just trying to have fun and make people you know, laugh yeah just think about something in a little different way it's escapism for a lot of people i know mm-hmm. that's why i go to comedy clubs yeah just to yeah just to take people's minds off their life yeah. for a few minutes or whatever yeah so yeah movies all that stuff it's just not think about anything for an hour have you have you acted in anything other than the reality shows just sketches the sketches yeah like, like, like youtube sketches yeah, and I, I made a short film about my life, like kind of loosely based on my life, and it was called uh, Living the Dream, 
And it, it literally starts with me waking up and living a full day all the way to me going back to sleep at the end. And I think it's pretty good. And, nice. you know, it's a pretty good picture of what it's kind of like to just be a comic. So that was a good one. That's cool. Yeah. I got to watch that. Yeah, please. Please check them all out. All 700. They're all on YouTube? Yeah, they're all on my YouTube. I'm going to binge watch them all. Yeah, there's different sections, you know, films, music videos, stand up. So it should be pretty easy oh, to awesome. find all these different things. What, what kind of music videos? <laughs> all of them. Rock, <laughs> rap. I got a gospel <laughs> one, country song. So, yeah. yeah let I, me know I, if you need a videographer. Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you're an award-winning videographer. I saw them all up there. Yeah, man. For for music videos, too. So Yeah, specifically. Yeah. So Okay, my next music video. I'll get you involved. Let's do it. Okay, good. It. Sounds good. <laughs> Sweet. So you're you're from Washington, D.C. Uh, what, what brought you to Tampa, man? College. Got into school. College. My dad wanted me to go to college. I didn't really care about any of that stuff. Why didn't you go up in D.C.? Why, why Tampa? Um... I, I didn't visit any schools until I had already like gotten in oh, okay. just cause I didn't really care about any of this stuff. <laughs> but I, I came down and I saw Tampa and I liked the weather and I liked that the city was just like empty and you know, DC's like packed and crowded. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, this is way better. Like it's so much more relaxed and that's more room to grow. Yeah. The, yeah. It, yeah. It seems, yeah, more room, more space. So I liked that a lot. So I just came down and it's changing though. Yeah, more a lot of people up. moving up here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because of the the Bucks. I think it's because Probably. of Tom Brady. Everybody, because I tell people all the time when when somebody was a, a Patriots fan, mm-hmm. more than likely they were a Tom Brady fan. Yeah. So when Tom Brady moved, they kind of moved with him. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah, Tam- Tampa's going to be the next Miami. There's tons of people moving here because of him. Tons I believe it. Yeah. There's every there's so much construction. Just more traffic now. It's exploding. It's, but this yeah, is this is the place to be though. Yeah, I love it. Place I love be. Tampa. Yeah, you you got in when you should have. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the best. I think Tampa's the best. I like Tampa. So I'm fine being here probably the rest of my life. Awesome. You have family here? No, no. Yeah, they're dad, all up in DC. Dad in DC. Dad in DC, and I got a brother in Amsterdam. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So you just up and let's go to Tampa. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome, man. What what other jobs have you held? Nothing real, really. Nothing. I mean, real. at this point, I do some video stuff every now and then. Somebody wants me to film or edit something, I'll do that. Yeah. But yeah, besides that, nothing. Well, yeah, my last few real jobs, I was a janitor, I was an Uber Eats driver, and yeah, the boxing trainer. So just yeah, weird, physical, simple stuff. You should write a book, man. Yeah, I did when I was like twenty-one. Yeah. And just I don't know, didn't do anything with it. No. No, because so much has happened since then too. Yeah, but I keep adding to it. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I a lot of times I think like nobody cares about what I have to say anyway. Like <laughs> you'll be surprised, man. <laughs> you'll be surprised. Yeah, I mean you have an audience already. Kinda. Kinda. I I still don't believe anybody really cares about anything I do. I just <laughs> I don't think I'm engaging enough in my media because you know i'm not i'm not one of those people who's like doing the selfie videos like yo what's up youtube hope you guys are having a good day i just never do any of that yeah. i don't care i don't i don't follow anybody on my social media i like my my instagram i have like twenty six thousand followers and i follow tampa news force that's the only person that's i follow so it's like i just don't care i don't want to see anybody's <laughs> shit i don't care so it's it's yeah i think it's hard to build a following when i just openly don't care about anybody else whatever they're doing no your following's bigger than mine (laughs) 
It's only because of the Netflix <laughs> consistency. Thing. Oh yeah, 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 the Netflix thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where it all came from. Nice. What was it like shooting with Netflix? Like, what was the like production schedule? Where, where well, did you guys it was, shoot? It was MTV, and then Netflix took it. Okay. And it was in Hawaii, and it was in a big mansion in Hawaii. Nice. And they were just filming twenty four seven. So I'd I'd wake up at like one p.m. and there'd be a camera over me. Yeah, that's a little tape you sleeping. Oh right? yeah, I'd go. This is the shot you want, huh? <laughs> But yeah, it was great. I just did whatever I wanted. Get, I mean, I'd, I'd get drunk every day and just have fun and be silly. That's and they awesome. loved it. They're like, "You're perfect." <laughs> That's so, exactly what we wanted. Yeah, it was exactly what they wanted. <laughs> so I, it was, it was good for them and good for me because was just having That's fun. Cool. How long did the shooting last? It was like fifty-five, sixty days. Oh, okay. Like that, yeah. Was it like a contest? Like a, I haven't seen it. Kind of. Yeah, it was like a contest thing, but it was everybody. People got voted off, kind of thing. Um. Yeah. Nobody got voted off. That was the thing. We all kind of worked together. It was like we either all win or we all lose. Oh, cool. So yeah. Cool. But it was a dating app. Yeah, it was a dating, dating show. Dating it, was, show? Like, it was ten guys and ten girls, and you got to figure out who your like perfect match is. They <laughs> predetermine who you're supposed to be in love with. And we got to figure out who we're supposed to be with. And if everybody figures it out, we get money. You all get money? We all get money. We get all split a million dollars. Nice. So we were supposed to get 50 grand each. They gave us 32 grand each just because. And then we still had to pay taxes on that. Oh, yeah. They lied to us. They, they said your prize money was in bank annuities and they didn't do as well. So, what? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know how that's I legal. wonder if that happens more than people think it does. I think so, yeah. Because I talked to the other seasons too and they said the same thing of like, yeah, we didn't get the money we were supposed to get. Which I don't know how they get away with that. But yeah, what the heck? Yeah, and then the company like they that promise you fifty grand, like, and then the company that made it, our TV show, changed the name of their company the next year and became a different company. And I was like, why did you do that? So you can't sue them. Yeah, pretty much. They were like, oh, it's for insurance reasons, but it's like I think it's because all of your previous contracts are now void. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's a weird deal. That's wild. But yep, so that's how it works. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get my, uh, I mean, I'm trying to produce original content mm-hmm. uh, and the goal is to get my stuff on netflix for sure yeah that's, yeah it'd be great I, that's that's the goal hope so fingers <laughs> crossed yeah it can happen yeah man cool that's yeah, yeah, probably about enough then yeah. yeah it's almost an hour yeah i think i think they're sick of it <laughs> right guys i can't believe you're they're still here you. are you are you still watching yeah is anybody still here <laughs> what, what was your favorite part text us in vote a or b yeah well yeah i hope uh i hope this runs for a million episodes and uh you know this will be the next hot wings or whatever yeah i that's (laughs) the goal man is to have just just local artists i'm gonna start local and then just kind of branch out too but yeah man i just want to feature just creative people just because i'm on a journey too Mm -hmm. so you know it's it's a way for me to meet creative people maybe collaborate in the future if you want to do the the comedy special i'm totally down that'd be great Uh, we do, we, we typically do a Christmas special, which, which is just music, but I, I'd love to just start producing like, you know, blue box original, Hell yeah. know, anything, you know, turn, turn my blue box platform into like a, like a Netflix kind of thing. That'd be great. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Well, thanks again, dude. Thanks, thanks again for, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate and hopefully it. we could see more of your stuff. Yeah. Uh, I hope so too. Go ahead and tell them your, your social again. You know, John Jacobs, YouTube, Maybach Diamonds, Instagram, Twitter, you know, Say hi, yeah. DM me, yeah. or whatever. TikTok, John Jacob CC, great stuff in there. You'll TikTok. like. It. I gotta check your TikTok. It's good. My TikTok's <laughs> the best thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to build mine up too. 
Um, which, by the way, is Blue Box Digital on on uh, TikTok. Uh, that's where I'm posting most of the uh, the animated shorts. Uh, everything else is going to be on YouTube. So if you want to head over to YouTube.blueboxdigital.com, um, it'll take you right to my YouTube channel. Um, and then obviously on uh, social media, I'm at Blue Box Digital One. Um, so yeah, I, I usually post like behind the scenes stuff, uh, the podcast, all this stuff is going to go on YouTube. And obviously, if, if you're uh, interested in uh, following the podcast, it's available on every every uh, podcast platform. And now we're actually going to start doing video because before it was just audio. So Sweet. we used to do just video on, on YouTube, but now now they're allowing us to do video podcasts. Okay. So, Sweet. Yeah, we're going to start putting that out. So again, thanks again, John, for, for no joining problem. us today. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in the next one. Thank thanks you. Thanks for having me. See you in the future, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>